0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Tonight's episode of Ready to Unload with Cal and Sanpete is sponsored by Blue Haven NYC in Greenwich Village, New York City's sports bar for grown-ups. Go to www.bluehavennyc.com for details. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen.
2: <laughs>
0: We're tonight's entertainment. Let me speak. There is too much. Let me sum up. Johnny and the mothers are playing something at the Savoy in Vermont tonight. Grandma's gonna kill my brother at the Savoy Theater tonight. I didn't say that. No, but I know this grapevine. Why would I put it there? Kindness?
2: Kindness? Kindness?
0: You stole it! He
2: stole it!
0: We have top men working on it right now.
2: Who? up. Huh.
1: Welcome to Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete, New York Sports Talk Podcast, episode number 155, coming to you live from Comac, New York, Bayside, New York, and Freehold, New Jersey, Governor Christie, the elephant in the room. Do you see the joke? It wrote itself. He's the elephant in the room. Oh, Time Magazine, does the fun ever start? Uh, and welcome to the, uh, New York Sports Talk podcast. Uh, we are tickled to be here. Tickled pink. It is Wednesday night. It is 10 p.m. It is time for on unload with Cal and Sam P talking New York sports nights. Nice. Hi. Hello there, little one. What are you all about? I've decided it's going to be a British night. Going to do it entirely in British. It's to be entirely in the British dialect. Because why not? It's the Thanksgiving episode. It's not really going to be live again <laughs> but I've just decided that's what I'm going to do let's bring in Brian hello come in Cal, my partner Kel here he is direct <laughs> <laughs> perfect bloody perfect
2: It's bloody
1: perfect. Here he is, Mr. Fish and Chips, Mr. Mr. Guinness, Warm, Calneva, Calpino, Calynde. Hello, Bry. Hello. Hello. Hello, Governor. (laughs) Governor. How are you, then, mate? Is that how we're doing this? Yeah, we're gonna. You know why? Because we hate American sports. Right. That's the all theme. Of them. Right. The theme of this evening's show is New York sports in the crapper. So I've decided we're going to be British for the night. I'm going to be British. Hello. Let's, I know. Uh, I cannot
0: keep that up all night. I'm sorry. You
1: no, <laughs> no way. There's, there's not a chance you're going to keep that up, is there? I'll be Kevin Costner in about 30 seconds. <laughs> hey, lay off. I'm Robin Hood. Okay, dude? <laughs> look, look I'm Robin of Loxley. Okay. It's not your fault. <laughs> how are you, buddy? Good. I'm good. You? Hey Morgan Freeman. Are you a more? Uh how are you? I'm more good, man. I'm a little um I'm a little sixes and sevens as they would say. In yeah. uh in, in Great Britain. I'm a little uh, up and down, sort of ucky ducky right now it happens Uh, well you're not sleeping a lot you know what I mean you've got uh, little children up all night and uh, you know they don't care about your schedule so it's fine Uh, you know (laughs) we just got to look at PJ's
2: pants
1: (laughs) wow folks Uh, for those of you listening uh, to the podcast uh, either live or maybe tomorrow. Maybe, maybe you're you're on your way to work and you're listening to this, or you you have it on in the car or something. Um, wow, we uh, we uvu um, so we can video conference uh, while we're doing the show. And PJ just stood up from his. I'm taking a picture of this, Cal. Taking a picture. Well, he's he, not there. PJ, you can see him in the background. He just stood up and he is wearing what can only be described as. Christmas flannel pajama pants? I did not see that coming. We only had a waist up shot. We only had like a medium two shot. And then he stood up and there's Santa Claus everywhere. Holy cow. It's the are, season. Those are magnificent. Those are really, really, well, wow. okay, we see them, Peach. Yes, they, yes. Yeah, it's stewy. It's stewy, <laughs> yes. It makes mm-hmm. it a little more acceptable. It's stewy, yes. Um, that show fell off a cliff, didn't it? It's still good. Yeah, I can, You could. That's one of those shows you could put on, and whenever you put it on, it's funny. Always can't watch, can't watch it anymore. You're wrong. About like, no, that. Uh, wait. <laughs> no, stop. Stop. Let's Ooh. not. Go, let's not go New York sports talk radio just right off the bat. Okay. Take it easy. We're going to the one in just a minute. You can go all New York sports talk radio on me. All right. Top five Family Guy episodes. Go. Why does it happen? Why are you yelling at me? What happened? No, we, have a, we have a nice podcast. We talk <laughs> New York sports and stuff nice.
0: I'm a little on edge tonight. Lois kills you, Stewie. Sorry. Stewie kills Lois. Death comes to Quahog. Uh, I take the quagmire and on the road to Brian and Stewie.
1: These are just off the top of his head, by the way.
0: Those are his top five. He, yeah, I'm at, sure.
1: he had zero time to look that up.
0: I believe he has
1: a list at the ready whenever he's asked that question. It's on his. Uh, fa- there it is. <laughs> that was a bad tattoo, man. Are you rethinking that? <laughs> have you ever Have you ever thought twice about getting that tattoo on your arm? I mean, I know you're a hipster and all, but that's really taking it pretty far. Uh, I oh, look. I love the show. I'm going <laughs> The Give Me My Money episode is probably still my favorite. The uh, when Brian loans Dewey money. And, right. Stewie, and Stewie shakes him down for money for the rest of the show I, I, no strike that I know my favorite I'm sorry I was wrong that's my fault my favorite episode is when Brian goes on the bachelorette <laughs> far and away
2: see now,
1: now you're getting into the spirit of this yeah because it has, it has one of the greatest moments I think in this show's history with the uh, how's that novel you've been working on <laughs> Yeah, three years we've been hearing about that. You got a you got a big stack of pages? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's one that uh, Jay Mafali and I throw around in the office a lot? Mafali. Maffali Kefa Are Baba.
2: He here?
1: <laughs> no, he's not here. Oh. That is his intro music for the next one. I know. I thought he show. might he might have been here. Why are there so many ostriches? This is way too many ostriches the uh when what's his name is uh don knotts is doing is, uh, the movies like then the movie's called why are there so many ostriches <laughs> this is way too many ostriches that we do a lot um anyway uh how I, I everything's good though on this end like i said little little fatigued, but hey look as i've said we before. We brought the, we bought the brochures. We knew what we were getting into. Um, it's fine. Casey uh, eventually will sleep, I'm sure. He's not going to be like 16 and still need nighttime feedings, I'm eh, sure. You never know. You never know. I've seen it happen. <laughs> you, right, you guys can probably speak to this. Yeah. When, when PJ's 12-year-old wakes him up and is like, can I have uh, some warm milk? 3.50 <laughs> in the morning. How are you, PJ? Let's bring in the bishop real quick, and then we can get to the fun though. Ah, the dulcet sounds of Pink Floyd.
0: You may, you may have uh, the midnight feeding things and, and two in diapers right now.
1: I don't have um, two in diapers. Wesley's out. Wesley will fight you if he hears that. Good. <laughs> those, are, those are fighting words.
0: No, that's, that's awesome. Um, but here's, here's one thing that it comes later, and, and it, it took us by surprise, which is that uh, hygiene is not automatic.
2: It's not a given. And,
0: and <laughs> is easily forgotten.
1: <laughs> it's not, not a given.
0: No, I, it's we... not forgotten, ignored. Oh, yes. Yes. And I don't understand ignored. how these people don't smell themselves.
1: <laughs> I don't understand how people don't smell them in school. Exactly. Because, how because can they all school? stink. Because they all stink. They are right. <laughs> It's just, who, it's just whose brand. Like,
2: oh, yeah, that's we me. Told,
0: we told one of my, I won't name the child. We told one of my children this morning. The male one. Your shoes are <laughs> on your feet, and I can still smell them. How can that's... your friends around you stand this?
2: They <laughs> those off
0: and put them back in your room, and we'll deal with them later.
1: We're going to get a hazmat suit and a team. We're going to yep. take care of
0: those later. Yes, that's want to genetic, know they, I have to say,
1: I want to know when they started pouring uh, Fritos into their shoes. <laughs> yeah, they, they take their socks off and it smells like corn chips. Yeah, how Just, does that happen? <laughs> I, I, I don't get it.
0: It's the, the diet of everything breaded. I think
1: it might be. This begs the yeah. question: Were we like this? Did we stink like this? I don't. Would I'm saying it? no. Yeah. Right, and be and be okay with it. (laughs) Like be okay with walking around with a pig pen sized funk following you around. I don't remember being on day six of not having taken a shower. Well that would have just been unacceptable. And fighting to take the shower on day six. Like arguing. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I don't remember that. Like that's a negotiation. it's like a hostage situation. Day six, well,
0: we, we've caught one of my children re-wearing clothes three times out of the week at school. The school. Like we stopped them. Ah, 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 ah. What are those pants? You took those out <laughs> of the hamper,
1: and they go no. Right, you why is there powdered donut on those pants? <laughs> yeah, and it's eight exactly. o'clock in the morning. I know we, you we didn't had have pizza a pizza last night. Last night. <laughs> There's <laughs>
0: the pizza stain on the pants. You're not wearing them again. Why? It's
1: very, very odd. It, it's like know, being a CSI parenting.
0: You think you're teaching them good habits. You, bat, you, you, you give them a bath every night. You sing in the bathtub. You make the bath fun. You wait. Oh, man. They can they stand in a shower for 25 minutes and come out filthy.
1: <laughs> and dry.
0: <laughs> and dry. <laughs> that happens. Where did the water hit you? I don't see it. Who are you, Copperfield? What did you just do in there? Now, I have to say I remember when I was a child, I do remember being taken aside. Like when my when my cousins and my aunt came over and I actually think it was my sister. And she was like, "You better shower, just real quick. Shower because you you, you stink a little bit." And Here's I was like phone. really ashamed that I went, you know, I went and I showered, and came back and then we all played because I was clean.
1: I love it. I love it because you're you're a little funk. You're a little funky. Sometimes, yeah. I boy, I don't. I can't wait for that. And I have two boys. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure they're gonna. I'm sure they're just gonna love it. Nothing better than that after football practice. I mean, that's they the. They ripen. That's the. Uh, I was always a big shower. Cow, you're a big shower guy. Yeah, and I would stand in there for, for hours. I'm a quick shower guy now. Then I, I was. Then? I was Oh man! So Although you, I, you could I, deliver I, my mail there, I was taking my time. Later <laughs> on, I grew up in a house with two with two girls, my right, yes. two sisters, and we had solar panels on the top of the house heating the water. Your dad's magnificent cow. So so far ahead of the curve. So, yeah, this was. I mean, this is in the eighties. <laughs> right. It's like nineteen eighty-eight. Enormous solar panels on the top of the house. The only house on the block. So. You'd be in the shower, and if you were unfortunate enough to get in after the sisters, and they've used all the hot water from the solar panels, you'd be in there, and then it would just go cold on you without warning. Nothing worse, by the way. And then you're stomping on the, turn the water on! Put the (laughs) boiler on! (laughs) Nothing worse than being in a shower and having it go cold. Literally nothing worse. No. I, I I can't I I there are certain things uh, sensations that you feel that you only have to feel once or twice and you can feel them again for the rest of your life. One of them for me is uh, a razor, like when you shave. Mm-hmm. One time, I've done this one time in my life, and I've been shaving since I was like eight. And I I grazed my fingernail. Yep, with the razor. Oh. Just just grazed the top of my fingernail, like my thumbnail. And as I'm even saying this to you, I can feel the sensation of what that felt like. And it freaks me out. I am so cautious. I shave in like eight seconds, except for that. Like I'm so cautious to never, ever graze a fingernail again with the razor blades from my razor. I don't know why. How about, how about, uh, there's, there's got to be smells right like we had this today because we got our first like ridiculously cold weather day of the year. The of there are there are smells that the minute I'm taken back to a place and a moment and I was like eight or nine, and you're right back there. That is amazing how how senses work like that. Absolutely amazing. I, I there's just this, you walk outside in the winter and you have this smell and you just inhale it you're like, oh, right, I'm nine. The bus stop. Right, I'm nine at the bus stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On, you know, on... Uh... Grammar
0: school hallways.
1: That's it. That's it. There's
0: just certain,
1: you know... Uh, you go to grammar
0: teacher conferences, you get blown away when you walk in.
1: Right, but the <laughs> smell, that you're immediately eight years old, you know, like in sixth grade again. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable how you know, olfactory senses or whatever can do that to you. Oh, oh the body. It is just, it's a miracle. <laughs> it really is. Let's talk about sports. Uh, Paige, one last thing, uh, by the way. Uh, <laughs> we were speaking about Princess Bride the Musical tonight at dinner. Uh, and, uh, I was telling uh, Teresa about the, uh, I was telling my wife Teresa about the conversation that you and I had had about, (laughs) and how I was a little hard on you. And, uh, Cal, you don't know this, but yesterday I was, I was a little hard on PJ. I was, I was a little off sides. Oh, I have apologized. PJ walked away. PJ walked away. Uh, we'll keep it in house. We'll keep it in the locker room, the RTU locker room. I don't even know. Okay. Whatever. It's in a corner of the locker room. He sent racist
0: racist messages. He threatened to kill my family. About Prince's Bride.
1: Did you bully him?
0: He did bully me a little bit.
1: Um, So did you bully him? I did not incognito him, no. No? Actually, I I think I did incognito him. I think he's Jonathan Martin in this equation. Like he sat down with his dinner and you got up and walked away? He left. Yeah, that's it. He left. So, um... But tonight, Teresa uh, decided... Oh, now he just disconnected. He just, oh, no. <laughs> he just had it. He's had it. Um, but what happened? It, it's a long story. Like I said, we'll keep it in-house. All right. But uh, we were trying to teach Wesley uh, the, hello, my name is Indigo Montoya. You kill my father, prepare to die. Nice. And you, you can't really do that... Because he's three and you don't want him sort of, you know, you kill my father, prepare to die sort of thing. And so we were making like a song out of it and (laughs) dancey. And so it became, Teresa turned it into, hello, my name is Indigo Montoya. You kicked my father, prepare to dance. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then they broke into an elaborate dance routine. (laughs) It's pretty amazing. So I think that should be the new lyric, Peach.
0: Kick my father.
1: Prepare to dance. Prepare to dance. <laughs> and then it breaks into a huge, lavish Broadway musical dance number. It was great. Wesley was saying it. it. He couldn't really get out Inigo Montoya, <laughs> which is great. Just like hearing him try to fight through that one. Hello, my name is Jim. You kicked my father. Prepare to dance. and then they, And then they broke it down. Old school. Let me say right here on the podcast, page before we go to the big unload, I apologize. Aw. I was a little, it was a little bit out of line. A little bit, a little bit Billy Bats. I went a little big. You're A little bit out of line yourself. It's all right. Drinks are on the house. Uh, wow. I, I am, I, yeah, I am sorry. And it's recorded for posterity, so there you go. All right. And for other things. Which reminds uh, yeah, me of my I'll favorite. Yeah, I'll
0: still hold a grudge. That's, that's correct. <laughs> you're right. just you damned from <laughs> here forward.
1: And the meter is running. <laughs> uh, Cal, that's that's probably PJ's greatest line about his about his friends, or like any friends that are like, man, like you're friends with them, but they just wear you out. Like being friends with them is a job. Is, is like a job. <laughs> We were we were hanging out one time and one of those type of friends did something and P J just turned to me and said, Oh man, the meter is so running on these people the so, Just running That was
0: you know, and that was real anger. I mean that was not Yeah that was the line I had in the back of my pocket that just came out.
1: Oh, it was great. The meters the meter the meter is, is so, running on
0: these two, I'll tell you that. Oh,
1: man. The meter is so running on these two. Uh Let's, uh, let's play us into the big unload, Peach.
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Cal, you're right over there. You ready for the big unload? This is our Thanksgiving No, I know. I am I am more than ready.
0: More than oh, ready. Oh, no. I, can't think, possibly, I think the board can't is possibly failing. Be... What? Uh-oh. The but- board failure. The, the buttons are not working.
1: <laughs> and they're clicking and flashing and buzzing and
0: flashing. Oh, i got to refresh uh-huh. the whole board. I'll just
2: Let
0: me, me see it. if I can do
2: it. Can. There it is. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh. Thank you. And I accept
0: your apology.
1: Damn it, Cal. What? Your ego is writing checks. Your body can't cash. What did I... Sorry.
2: What did
1: What did I do? That big unload music makes me feel like an angry police chief.
0: (laughs) That's true. It does, really does. With a with a bad mustache.
1: It's the scene before. Speaking of bad mustaches, by the way, it's 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 Movember. It is. You're seeing some seeing some Jim Dandies. How about the one I sent you boys the other day? That was rough. For those of you who don't know, we're, we're going to talk about the Jets and the Giants and the Mets and the Yankees in two seconds. But for those of you who don't know, I am not permitted to grow a mustache. That was uh, on the application. It was well known when I, when I filed with my wife. Um, it's just mustache unacceptable. <laughs> just, I can have a beard. I can have a goatee.
2: That's
1: mustache. That's the name of my band. <laughs> And the irony is, we play in Williamsburg all the time. <laughs> right. We play, and everybody's got mustaches. We play Union Pool all the time. Everybody's okay. got mustaches. Uh, no, that was, on the, uh, that was on the agreement, on the contract. Thou shalt not grow a mustache. Why? You can have a beard, though. You can have a full beard. I could, I could be like one of the Red Sox. She wouldn't have a problem with that. You could have a full beard with the mustache. Correct. Or the Abe Lincoln without the mustache. It's not a great look. Oh, it, it's just. But, it's, but I can do it. It's the mustache that, that's the deal breaker. I don't know that's why. Mustache. I do. Oh, you do. Yeah. Why is that? Her dad has one, and it's it, uh, like a, he's sort of famous for it. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's legit. But oh, I'm not yeah. even. I'm not even allowed to grow one for charity. So I had a full beard, as you guys know, over the weekend, and while. Well, I was shaving it on Saturday. I had my Movember, which lasted exactly nine minutes. <laughs> so I, shaved in, I shaved in a mustache. I sent you guys a picture of it. I'll put it up. I'll put it up on, the, on this episode. It's magnificent. I look like either I stepped off the boat <laughs> from, from uh, Palermo, Italy, <laughs> in like 1925. And I look like you know I come to this country, where well, you would be driving a cab, or I'm driving a cab in 1925. In 1925, right? Uh, really makes me look like Italian.
0: I believe You're in Italian. America. I believe America has <laughs> made my fortune.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Young Clemenza. It's uh, and then I of course I, I sent the picture to you guys and then I shaved it off before Teresa came into the bathroom.
2: So <laughs> she had no it. idea. You're the best it. part is,
1: though, no, it shows up on the photo stream. Oh. I, took, I took a selfie, you know, uh, with uh, my, my iPhone, and we share a photo stream. And, and on Sunday, she's like, what is this? Holy cow, Bruno Kirby. Holy Ooh. cow. Yeah, not a great look for me.
2: Oh. Anyway.
1: It, can we talk about the Mets? We can. Here's what I want to do in the big unload. We have really sort of two big places to go. hmm But, and I wasn't kidding about this. I went back and I looked at old episodes, Bry. You, look, you looked at? No, I, I'm saying, yes, I dug them out of the Radio and Television Hall of Fame. <laughs> and, I, and I sat down at a Betamax and I watched them. Yeah. No, I, I went back and listened to... Uh, some of the, uh, the episodes over the last three years from Novembers.
2: Oh,
0: it's, and, is there a trend? And, and,
1: we have done this. It's the Thanksgiving episode. I, I went so far as to say we may have special guests tonight. Maybe Rob Morrow is here from Northern Exposure. We don't know. Maybe, maybe Peter DeLuise stops by. We don't know. Because it's our, annual, it's our Thanksgiving uh, it's our Thanksgiving episode we do this every year at this time of the year mm-hmm. because the owners of the New York Metropolitans, the Ponds, give us something every it's, we do one in the spring and we do one in November they say something stupid in spring training and they say something stupid in November what is the spring one? it can't be an Easter episode Nobody does it doesn't Bishop has Bishop has a little bit a little Wilpon theme music. Yeah, it's almost too on the nose. It's like
2: that's what <laughs> it's that's what they're
1: telling the Wilpons. Like I could see them actually singing that to Jeff Wilpon. Right, I could see Sandy Alderson actually going upstairs at the hotel today after he had to field questions about them having an imminent deal. Hmm. And just literally just holding like a, like a boom box up, like and Say Anything. And just playing, like Lloyd Dobler, and just playing Shut Up, Shut Up for Jeff Wilpaw. Um, Cal, why don't you... <laughs> you know, there's another reason why we can talk about the Mets today. <laughs> because you can't make it up, Steve. You can't make it up. Did you do this, Cal? You just, you can't make it up, Steve. Why don't you tell people, the people, what you're talking about? Because uh, I want to talk about it with you. Okay, well, let's start there. You want to start there? I do. Okay. Oh, it's still going. It's,
0: <laughs> it's going to
1: play for the rest of the episode, isn't
0: it? <laughs> and now we owe them money.
1: <laughs> and, and Huey Lewis will come after it, by the way. Don't think he won't. And just as just ask Ray Parker Jr. He will come after it. <laughs> uh, well, today, I, the the big, the big controversy today is of the day, because every day it's something different with this, with this stupid, stupid team. Wait, 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 wait. The owner, what? Can we set the stage? You know what? Please set the stage. Here's all I want to do. Let me just. I want you to. Yeah, no, I want you to set the stage, and, and then I'll say this is not even for the people listening on the podcast. This is for you and me. Let's set the stage, okay? We're coming into this off season, the most important one for Nets in probably ten years, eight or ten years, probably since Omar Minaya took over in 2005, and they went after Beltron and got Pedro Martinez. It's a hugely important off season. We've been sold a bill of goods by a bankrupt ownership group. Uh, that 2014 was going to be the year with a lot of money coming off the books. They were going to be able to compete. And now this offseason is upon us. It started off with the news that Matt Harvey had a, had, uh, was in need of Tommy John surgery, was going to be out for the 2014 season. So it got off to a horrific start because that was the bank. Matt Harvey, Zach Wheeler, Jonathan Neese, top of the rotation, and then all these other young arms. Right? And then we'll, we'll be able to fit guys in, but we'll have this ridiculously dominant pitching staff. Took a hit right off the bat. Right, That sent you into a place I've not seen you go often. Well, when mean, he, really dark side. Really. When, dark. He, when he got hurt, I was in Disney World. I know. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> almost embarrassed to admit it almost ruined my vacation. It, <laughs> it actually did ruin a day of my vacation. With my family for the first time in Disney World. <laughs> it ruined a day of my vacation. This, this day is ruined. It really did. I, and, and, and so that set you on a course where you are coming into this hot stove season. And I'm somehow – last year it was a juxtaposition. I was the one who was out. You were the one who was like, I give it a chance. This is the year that we see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know They have a plan. And you talked me back in. Right. And now this year, after the Harvey news, something changed, man. You know, and it's funny something because... changed in you, man. If you... If, I don't know how far back you went on the episodes, but if you listen to the episodes that we did, or even what we did with, with Rich Catino back in February. Yeah. And I was leading the charge on all of the negativity against the Mets saying... You know, we waited for this moment. We we're like right on the precipice of actually doing something. Why is everybody turning on this team? And guess what? You've turned on this team. I, I've turned on them even later than that. So that's where we are. We come into this hot stove season uh, for the Mets not, not excited. I'm I'm not excited. I just uh, – we talked about it last week. I'm the show me state. I still th- – that they could make three or four moves and, a, sh- and show me that Sandy Alderson is at least attempting to fix the team. You're but not they, excited, but are you optimistic? I'm not, I'm not even optimistic. I'm just not ready to – not negative. What's the opposite of optimistic? Pessimistic. Thank you. Wow. Really should know that. That's the opposite. for a fine college education. Really?
2: Pessimistic.
1: Yeah. Of course, $70,000 is one semester now, so that's good. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I know. Please, by the time my kids go cow, it's going to be like a million five. That's like their
0: books will be. Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: So, um, but this starts off on a bad note when Sandy Alton gets down to the winter meetings on Monday and makes a really dumb statement. He tries to make a joke about their money. Now the the joke infuriated you. I didn't care. I just I, I, I just I'm 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 over caring about those things. They mean nothing. It's not it's not as if he gave away their off season plan by making a stupid joke about them having five dollar bills stacked up upstairs. It's just a bad joke. He just he just. But it's not, it's not the first bad joke that he's well, I made. I think with. he does it on purpose, Cal. I, I think, I think he actively a portion of the fan base. I really do.
2: Well, you know, and, and they, the
1: beat and the beat writers that he was in the room with. newsflash! That portion of the fan base is like 85% it, of the fan base it, right now. Is, is all of it. It's pretty much all of it but you, apparently, at this no, point. That's, no, and, and Saron, me and Sarone. And Sarone. We're it. Of course, he's, he's got a blog on SNY. I don't. Um, no, but, no, but I, I think he was trolling the writers that were in the room. Like somebody commented, you know, uh, he said it to a room full of reporters. Yeah. Uh, really? Duh. Like, but it doesn't matter if, if that's his intent. It was a because bad. It was a bad joke, and and Francesa has been right about one thing since Monday, and that is you can't make jokes about the payroll right now with Mets fans. You can't. Right. But the the fact that he made that he's made these jokes before and continues to make these jokes shows me that he has a lack of awareness of how the fan base feels. It's either well, it's either a lack of awareness.
2: Or he care. or he
1: couldn't give a rat's you know yeah, what? I don't think he gives a rat's ass. I really don't. Which I mean, is another problem. That's another problem. I don't know. that doesn't the, mean as much. Well, he, he, well here's why it's a problem. It's because people that's that's how this team is going to make money. All right, they, they've, they've got it, no. See, I've heard this. I've heard this too, Cal. They're not going to make their money back through the team. This notion that they're going to somehow be able to pay off a four hundred and thirty-five million dollars service debt. To the city of Queens, it's not going to happen if people come to the ballpark. It's not. That's a long play. Well, that's the only way they get out of debt is if they're successful for five years in a row. It's not one year. Well, let's three million. Start, three million people. Start with at, one. Yeah, but three million people at that ballpark next year, Cal is not going to take them out of debt. It's not. No, you're right. It's not going to do anything. You're right. I, I just I, – I don't know where that notion came from. I don't know. It seemed to be very popular too. Like, oh, you know, improve the ball pl- uh, club and win games and have people come back and you'll make money again. No, you won't. How many teams' revenue is driven by their, their gate? It's driven by your TV deal. It's a, lot of t- a lot of teams that aren't $435 million in debt, it helps. That's what I'm saying.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: But, the, but that's my point. The revenue does help the team. Of course it, it is if you were talking about a normal team, a normal financial situation. These guys are broke. They've been broke. He doesn't get it. He's never going to get it. The cows can tape something by now. These guys are broke. There's, there's, no, there's no amount of, of Shake Shack burgers that they can sell. That's going to get them out of debt in the short term. They've leveraged the team to the look. I don't I don't there's a lot of what Howard Magdahl writes that I don't care for uh, because I feel like sometimes it's manipulative. Uh, but is he wrong, Cal? Like has any of his research proven to be wrong? Any of the things that he said about their debt service, the debt service that they have or how they refinanced SNY and they. Basically, out of the shares that they sold, Saul Katz and Jeff Wilpon bought four of the shares. They're just moving money from one place to the other until they owe $700 million. So
2: it, it just, I,
1: you have to improve the team because not because it's going to make you money, because you're going you're to have under a million fans at that stadium this year if they don't do something, right, right, and, and and to me, but to but to make jokes like that, but again, Alderson, all to me, Alderson is separate, Bry. He's separate. He's not. He's he is is separate, but he's not because he's it's part of the whole picture that we're looking at with the team, part can of he, the whole thing. Can you not see? Potentially, I'm not saying I'm not being demanding and like can't you see? That's what I'm saying. I mean this. I, I'm prefacing this as: Can you see a situation where? Right. So I don't mean it in an aggressive manner. I mean it in a. Can you see perhaps that Alderson? Um. Doesn't, well, I really dug myself deep there. But but I'm just I'm not. I'm all ears. I'm not coming at you. I'm trying to say: Can you see a scenario where Alderson is? Um or has seen how swayed the Wilpons have been in the past by public sentiment and have made moves based on public sentiment. And and I'm not saying his comments are right, but I'm saying I don't think he cares what the fan base thinks. No, 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 Bri, I, I mean, I don't <laughs> think he cares who the fan base thinks he should sign. Okay, that's fine.
2: And I, uh, I and, and I, I
1: think I think he thinks that the fan base largely thinks that throwing money at the problem is a way to solve the problem. That's it's true too, team. and it's not. It's not, and he's making fun of that. I don't have a problem with that because no. because no because no, you But but you're wrong. You're wrong. And I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because the last part of that, the joke was, all right, here, here's, here's, you know, the Sandy Alderson hour, the <laughs> variety show. Uh, I was upstairs counting all of our money, but don't get too excited. They were all fives. All right. Okay. Then the other part of that, then the kicker in that is, it's not as much as people expect. Yes, yeah. that's, that's the piece that everybody forgets about. It's I, not as much as people expect. So exactly. what is he saying? So what is he saying?
2: He's saying they,
1: they didn't come down there with a the hundred million dollars to go give out huge contracts. That's what he's saying. I, I can't take it. Every time PJ stands up, I can't take it. And I can't, I can't have it pants i'm taking another picture the <laughs> pants are just magnificent they're just fat. i wish you folks could see these i mean no, just, you will we'll put it the, up. and and the confidence that you have to just Oh yeah, he's, he's taking bows, him bows he's got an entirely normal sweatshirt on <laughs> we only see half of them now it's a pose down session wow and then he stands up and he has the most ridiculous they look they look comfy they look remarkably comfortable Look, I don't want to spend an hour debating. Why not? This comment. I got nowhere else to be. I because I like the way you just grabbed the mic like Mike Wallace just now. I'm holding he, it like he, Gene Rayburn.
2: You are holding it like Gene Rayburn.
1: <laughs> Joker, Joker. No, that's Wink Martindale. That's Wink Martindale. W- who held the mic in a similar fashion? Let's he be honest. He did, but it, wa- it wasn't the same microphone. What was Gene Rayburn on? Gene, Gene Rayburn held... His microphone looked like a car
2: antenna. <laughs> it was like
1: 17 inches long with a little bulb on the top. Right. Right. But wait, wait. How am I getting... No. Wink Martindale is Joker's Wild? Joker's Wild. Gene Rayburn is Match Game. Match Game. He put it in his what? Uh, he put a... Is that match game? That's match game. That's match game. Um... I'd
0: like Joker's Wild.
1: Those games...
2: uh, No!
1: No, hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: Dumb Wilpon was so dumb...
2: How dumb dumb was he?
0: He invested all the team's money in a blank.
1: I have to apologize. Uh, Wink Martindale was Tic Tac Doe. Tic Tac Doe. And I think uh, Joker's Wild is Gene Rayburn. No. Oh boy. Another only, old, if,
0: older gentleman. If only we hair. had some.
1: If, we, if only we had some device to settle this. To you know, to quickly get get this ridiculously trivial information. Was it?
0: Information. Very, was it wasn't
1: his name Barry or not? Chuck Berry? Barry. Barry Gordy?
0: Wow.
1: I'll get that. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't want to debate the, the the Alderson comments. I will say that it led to another comment that you and I debated a great deal about, way more important than the Pac-5's joke. And that was the philosophical idea of not signing a $100 million player. We're not having $200 million players on your team and saying that he thought the David Wright situation was an exception um, to, to put those, that uh, that sort of resource that much in, in one player he doesn't agree with for team building and for continuity. And we, we, we differed completely on that. I, I think he was talking about this team as it stands right now in that
0: – Jack Barry, Jack Berry. Jack Barry, the Joker's a joke as well. I'm out. Excellent.
1: <laughs> PJ out. PJ Pants. Um, the – that for this team to, to go and give Shin Chu uh you know, a $100 million contract right now or Jacoby Ellsbury – who are really the only big free agents that are or Robinson Cano, obviously who uh, are going to demand that kind of salary is not practical for the Mets because they have four or five holes to fill and to invest a hundred million dollars in one guy, when that hundred million dollars could go towards four um, uh, who maybe aren't superstars, but are certainly going to help you in four spots is a better way to build the team for him right now. I think, where we differed there, Cal, is if Mike Trout was available at, at at age 23 right now, I think Sandy Alderson, if he had the money, which he doesn't, would be up at the table with you know $200 million in hand. I don't think he would shy away from signing a player like that for fear of having $200 million players on his team. But we... You know, we can disagree on that because your point, which is a valid one, is you just take yourself out of the running this year for anybody that's in that stratosphere, right? So you're automatically saying we're not open for business for certain players. Scott Boris said the same thing today. Yeah, but I I can't take a thing he says seriously. I mean, the NASA thing is who even knows who he's making fun of? not talking about the NASA thing. I'm talking about the fact that he says when you set limits, you're not hurting anybody but yourself. Yeah, I guess. It's, it's that. It makes sense. Okay, because Sandy Alderson has, a, has in his mind, and, and look, let's, let's let's qualify this because we agree, we both agree that Of the players that are out there this year that are going to command a $100 million contract, we both agree it is not prudent to pursue those guys.
2: Yeah.
1: Get that. But I, in my opinion, his comments speak to his philosophy in building a team. And he's saying that now, but he means that forever. And if you look at his past, and your argument is going to be he's never had the resources, but if you look in his past, He's never really been one to spend a lot of money on a player. I think he's, I yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't believe in that, and he's, and he has from from. I think from he. The, I think he. I think he only believes in that in very special circumstances. I don't. I don't think even, He had I don't a problem believing that. in it with David Wright. He gave him one hundred thirty million dollars. Because that was a situation where he knew he had to keep David Wright. So, he couldn't allow David Wright to go anywhere else. Did he give him the hundred million dollars? Yes, he did. Okay. He did. He did. And, and he keeps talking about it, how that's an exception. And he keeps mentioning that that's an exception. And it probably killed him to have to write a $138 million check to David Wright. It's not his money. Because it's not what he believes in. And from the minute he walked into this team three years ago or four years ago, or whatever, I'm, I've lost track. 2010, is that when he came? This is his fourth offseason. Okay, so 2010, when he showed up, the minute he walked in, almost, almost like before his coat was off and his foot was in the door, he was talking about payroll flexibility. He had to be. The team was broke. But that's my point. Is facing a, facing a, a, a bankruptcy suit. But he's been saying that for four years. He's not saying that because they're broke. He's saying that because that's his philosophy. Right, but, 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 but Cal, you can that, have $100 million payroll and have payroll flexibility. Listen to me. You you think he doesn't want $100 million payroll? Do you think Sandy Alderson doesn't want $50 million to spend this offseason? Oh, yeah. Of course he does. Of course he does. Last year, last year when they were talking about signing Michael Bourne. Look at what the Wilpons are doing to us. Last year when he was talking about (laughs) signing Michael Bourne. And he was asked a number of times last year, if the right player is out there, is the money available to you? And he said, yeah, the money's available to me if the right player is out there. You mean to tell me that there was no right player out there at all? At all? Last year? At all? They they didn't get Michael Bourne because they didn't want to give up the draft pick, Cal. That's fine. I'm, I'm I'm not just talking about Michael Bourne. You mean to tell me that last year, when he talks about he's got all this money available to him, he didn't, say, well, he didn't say he had all this money available. He, he said he had money available to him right. if the right player came along. Right? do you believe that? I don't know if I believe that. I don't believe it for a second. Because he came away last year with Brandon Lyon, and who's somebody else that they got rid of before the season was even over. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe for a second that he, had, that he had any money last year. I, I don't. Well, they were going to give Michael Bourne $48 million. But why do you think they backloaded David Wright's contract? But they were, uh, Well, because they didn't have the money, but they were going to... If they had $48 million from Michael Bourne, you don't think they, they could have used that money somewhere else? Nah, I, I don't think he was ever going to say... First of all, it wasn't... 48. Because he didn't believe in any, there were any players out there worth it. No, Cal, but we're not talking about $48 million in one year. No, we're talking about what? It would have been what, $10 million last year? $12 million a year, right. Right. So which, he's, he's which, is prob- which is probably all he had to spend. Well, he so, spent, you can, so you can spend it on one guy. He or spent you can try five to spend- on Brandon Lyon. And I still can't remember who that other guy was. <laughs> but they got rid of him. Still struggling with that. I can't remember who it was. It's, 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 I understand what you're saying. My point is simply, I, I am still able to separate... Alderson from the Wilpons in that I still don't think he's had a full deck of cards to play, to play with. I still don't think, I think are saying he's crazy. I, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Wilpons are liars. I think they've lied this entire time. I don't think they have any sort of payroll flexibility. I yeah. don't think they have any money. I don't think – I think they've leveraged the team to the hilt. I think they are holding on to this team with a ridiculous grasp, a death grip. And, and in order to take the ownership of the team away from them, you're going to have to pry it from their cold, dead hands. This is not to suggest that somebody should do some bodily harm to them. I'm just saying that it's a legacy. It's Fred's legacy for Jeff, Wilpon, and – None of that change. None of this changes. Even if Sandy Alderson can make some moves this offseason and they get Granderson and they get Peralta and they get a pitcher, it doesn't change anything. They're still double counting money towards the payroll. It's just, it's, it's, to me, it remains the ownership. So I just want to see what Sandy Alderson can do within that framework. I agree. It remains the ownership. That's, that's, that's the, that's, and, he, and, and to get back to our original point, Cal, he confirmed it today. Jeff Wilpon is an idiot. I'm sorry. He's just an idiot. He's just idiot. No, he's not an idiot. I don't know the guy. It's idiotic. He does idiotic things, like being at the winter meetings and shooting up his mouth and saying that there's a big announcement imminent, and they have three or four balls in the air, and they're, they're you know in on everything – and then the big announcement is that Huey Lewis in the news is going to play a concert. And Fridays are T-shirt Fridays. Like, he's, he's, he's actively trolling the fan base. And this is, not, this is not a fan base that's to be trifled with right now. Why did, he, why did he make those comments today? Because Sandy Alderson came out and said, no, there's nothing imminent. Because, because he's, he acts in an idiotic fashion. Because he wants people to think that he somehow... He's like James Dillon. Cal, it's the same thing. I, I'm definitely going to that, by the way. Because he thinks that if he says that there's somebody coming, there's an imminent signing that people are going to run out and buy tickets. Because today was the day that they talked about selling tickets. Tickets go on sell Monday. Yeah. Right, right? And they released in the midst of, of the owner saying uh, something's imminent. And the general manager saying nothing's going on at all. In the, in the middle of all that, they picked today to release the promotion schedule. Yeah. And here, here are the tone-deaf Nets happily tweeting out, oh, fireworks night's back. You know? I, but, I mean, this is what I think. Th- then you wonder why Alderson makes stupid jokes because that's what he's dealing with. Then he has to go downstairs and be like, I don't know what he's – he's like the disappointed parent. Look, and I and I agree. I, I, I I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just you know we try to we tell him really not to speak unless he you know he knows what he's saying and he I know parent teacher, parent parent owner <laughs> yeah just holding up the boombox just with the Sandy Olson with a trench coat on you know with the <laughs> the Lloyd Dobler in a fishbone T-shirt just holding it. I'm not I'm not begrudging the team for trying to sell tickets. It's fine. I, I get it. Tickets go on sale Monday. You're trying to drum up business. I get that. But I am. Ha- I I am. I'm no, begrudging them so- ha- today. Today ha- I'm begrudging that, them yes, selling tickets. That's my point. Have you know? Have a little bit of awareness. You mean to tell me? You mean to tell me there is nobody in that organization? <laughs> I I'm, I'm very upset about You're this. red hot. You're gonna tell me that there is nobody in that organization today that looked at the timing of this announcement and heard the comments and is in touch with. What the fan base, the, the tenor of the fan base, and they thought, you know, you know, it'll be a good idea. Let's let them know about Boys to Men is going to be at City Field. How there, there, is, there is not one person in that organization that could that didn't say, "Hey, you know, maybe, maybe we wait till tomorrow." Right. To talk about <laughs> not it. one, not one Jiminy Cricket on somebody's shoulder. This is this is well, when your peer person's Jay Harwitz, this is what you get. Which, I mean, come on. Can we talk about actual baseball real quick? Wow, oh, <laughs> that's rough. <laughs> yeah, let's not. No, that's fine. Let's talk about actual baseball. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I have two things that are pressing for me at the beginning of this hot stove season. One's for the Mets, one's for the Yankees. You said uh, in regard to who the Mets could sign – Right, so we can't control who they trade for, right? Because the player has to be available to trade for. I, I want Troy Tulowitzki too, but you know the guy has to be available to make a trade. So of the free agents that are out there, mm-hmm. you said that there was there was, it was like it was like ordering like off a like a sushi menu. Like there were certain combinations that you <laughs> would be happy with. There were certain there were certain combos you're like, "Ah, okay, I wouldn't be excited, you know, the maki roll or whatever. I don't need sushi." But I guess, guess I'll take the number 3, I guess. Give me there Give me the combination that you're you're satisfied with and then give me the one you're excited about. There is no combination that I'm excited about. No nothing that no. could possibly do. No. No, on the free agent market, no. I told you, and I told you this today, there is not a wow. single person out there that they could sign that will excite me, that will make me run out and go spend money on this team.
2: But what about, one. A, what,
1: about, what about the Red Sox situation? Like the, what we talked about with the Red Sox, like where they, they signed three or four guys. Do you, th- do you think that the Boston fans ran out and spent money on that team after they signed all these guys last year? They didn't know that this was going to happen. They, oh, you can't, you can't judge it that way, Cal. They sell out when they're sixty and a hundred
0: right well, that's,
1: uh, I'm, I'm talking about from a baseball point of view I'm not yeah, talking but, about the fans running out and getting excited'm but, about- but yeah okay, so I'm talking about from a baseball point of view, if the fans are looking at, a Boston fan looks at who they signed last year and they're not excited, they're like, all right, you know they're better than last year, but let's let's see now and that's the best that's the best case scenario for the Mets this year is. Okay, I guess they got some players in here, it's better than what they had last year. Let's see. There's no, there is, there is. No, all right, all right. Tables turned. You tell me. I thought you were gonna go hot shot there.
0: Pop quiz. Pop hot shot. shot.
1: Big guy. What do you do? What what do you do? He's one of the, he's really, I mean, I I know it's even, it's like hack, it's like hack to even say how bad he is. He's just so bad. You tell me, what would excite you? Who would excite you in a shiny new Met uniform under your Christmas tree? Chief. (laughs) Settle down, mad dog. (laughs) Um... It's not. It's not a matter of. There are. No, oh, 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 don't don't say it's not a matter. Of, you you asked me very pointedly what would excite you. There are I'm, four. There are four signings I could see. That would excite me. Okay. That would have me excited about this year. Now is it, does it have <clears the throat> to be the combination of these four to excite you? Or that's is correct. <laughs> that's <any>, correct. <laughs> if any one of them doesn't come, the whole the whole it's thing all is shot. Right. <laughs> um, it, it would be in no particular order. It would be uh, Cruz, be Nelson Cruz. It would okay. be J- Johnny Paralta. Okay, who wants just, forty-five million dollars? Just so I can say Paralta. What does he want? Three years, forty-five million? Yeah, that's what he wants. Okay, I, I've got forty million to spend, supposedly. Okay, that's half, half, half. of it to Johnny Peralta. No, that's fifteen, yeah, 15 is not fifteen is not half of forty. It's half of thirty, which is what they have to spend. They have forty supposedly uh, on Valentine's Day. Uh, supposedly in the library. In the library. All right, I want uh, Nelson Cruz, Johnny Peralta, Branza Arroyo. All right, you're already over budget. How am I over budget? Uh, Nelson Cruz is going to get about $15, $16 million a year. Where is Nelson Cruz getting 15 or $16 million a year? Listen, the prices are scary. I know. That was great to see. Nothing sort you want to see more from your bankrupt owner. According to the owner, the prices are scary. <laughs> Ooh, <Whoa>. scary
2: prices. <laughs>
1: I wonder how much you lose in the news cost. We can afford that. Fine, forget it. You ruined Christmas. I'm not... look. I'm I not, have nothing left. I have Juhani, nothing left. Johanny Peralta, Nelson Cruz, Bronson Arroyo. Who's, your, who's the fourth guy? Who's the
0: fourth, the fourth horseman in this... Uh,
2: would Granderson? be Granderson. Yeah.
1: And you think that, that, that the four of them are going to cost $40 million? No, I think it's going to cost 50 or $60 million. But okay. you know, my, my hope would be they could go a little over budget. Mm. Consider, considering the payroll right now is about $45 million. Right. They're, they're paying two players pretty much next year. And they're, and they're going to trade Ike Davis in this equation and have Lucas Duda playing first base for them for about a million four, as opposed to Ike Davis for about six. dollars Well, yeah, Duda will be like two. Yeah. But still. And then uh, Juan Lagarus will play center field for $500,000. Lagarus and Dendecker is your position right. in center field. Your, your catcher is going to make $500,000. Oh, Don't know. Dineau. He still can't say his name, Mike friend. Dineau. Every day. The catcher? Who, who, by the way, he's written off. By the way, he's seen enough. No, no, no. Today, he's, no. He said oh, he, he went not, back on it? He would not because somebody called up and wanted to trade trade no, your, no, it's not a matter of trading him. No, no, you don't trade the catcher. Yeah, but, no. he, but he still didn't see anything out of him after 90 at bats, and his swing looks bad, and he can't hit. 90 at bats. Thanks, Mike. He's not alone. Gla- of- glad, glad you weren't around when Willie Mays came up. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Went 0 for, for his first 24. Is that true? I, I believe it is. It was, he was like 0 for 24 or 25 or something like that. Oh,
2: yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. is that true? That, is that right? Is that right? That, I saw you. Willie Mays play. Did you see him play? Call me back when you get a clue.
2: All right.
1: Go open a book. <laughs> Go I, help somebody. I don't know I don't know why open a book is his new one. His his <laughs> new one. Go open a book. Okay. Um, sure, Mike. I'll, I'll read, I'll, I'm reading Twelve Years a Slave uh, right now. Is that should I bring that back to the conversation? Is that going to help me analyze Travis Darno. Right, last here's my last question for you. Do you do you think they will make a trade of some significant impact? Yes. Okay. I do. I still do I, I think they sign one of those guys and they make a trade. Do you think they're going to come home – they're going to come away with two new players? Yes. Two new starting players? Two to three. Two to three now? Yeah, because there could be two players in a trade. Okay. I think, I think they – at minimum, they need to add – Seven players. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> that
1: would be fair. They need to add two guys to the middle of the lineup. The middle of the lineup, you can't be, don't add a seventh place platoon Uh, left fielder.
2: I got you, take
1: it easy. Take it easy, Evan Roberts, take it easy. This idea that the Mets (laughs) are going to bring it, they're lying to you. And you're a fool if you believe them. He called a lot of people fools this week, by the way. You're an idiot. Yep. Yeah, that's good. I'm surprised he just doesn't go jackass. Just start calling people jackasses. You got a, you've got a good uh, finger on the pulse of your of your listeners. Yeah, good just... job. Insult you them. No, I
0: listened to the fan more this week than I ever had in my life.
1: Yeah, did you hear this cow? No, PJ, tell the story.
0: And my then I want to hear Cal's thoughts
1: on, on Robinson Cano.
0: My father looked him over to help uh, finish off my kitchen. And the only yeah, because the, really the kitchen the was... kitchen
1: is still alive, by the way, and finish it off. Thriving. It's thriving. It's still breathing.
0: We're almost done. So I said can I get you anything? Can I, you know, can I do this? Can I do that? And he's like, you know what? Just put on the fan. But so put on WFAN starting at nine thirty in the morning, Monday,
2: <laughs>
0: and it's been on straight till about <laughs> a half hour ago, a half hour before the show started. It's just on. And I, I just I I I don't understand it. It's like it's a different language to me. <laughs> I told Steve it's like it's like when someone goes and lives among the gorillas and they have to <laughs> learn all their customs. <laughs> you gotta observe all the customs to understand why the big the big silverback is smacking the little monkey around. <laughs> it was educational. Is it still is it still on? Right now? Well, no, he left. But it'll, it'll, it'll oh. come on tomorrow after breakfast.
1: Come back on. Basically, Maybe you're on Jane Goodall action. at this point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would do anything to put on, like, a Beatles album or something, but he's not having it. He wants sports radio.
1: Yeah, it's... I, oh, we've, we've done about 153 episodes, yeah. if he wants to
0: Yeah. yeah. listen to... Uh, he, he's also, he's up <laughs> we don't on do enough sports, though. He's up on a six-foot ladder, you know, talking back to it, which is funny, too.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is what you do. He just, he,
0: he's he's yeah. up in the air. He's got a drill in his hand, and he's yelling, yeah, because this guy's got the stones to do that. I'm like, what? What are you saying? What? Who are you talking to? Oh, the, the radio. Talking to radio.
1: My, uh, my grandmother, when she used to watch uh, soap operas, uh, daytime and nighttime, Dynasty, Dallas, what have you. Did she or, call them her stories? Her stories. That's correct. Young and the Restless. She was a big Y and the R fan. Got to watch my story. Would talk back to the TV, um, and oh, I can't believe she's going off with that son of a b! I can't believe it.
2: <laughs>
1: Why are you going with that son of a b? He's not a good guy, you know that sort of thing. <laughs> and she used to talk to Met games too, but um, but that's what WF ends for guys, right? Like yeah. that's that's like listening to your stories and being like, yeah, right. Like like Peyton Manning could ever do that, please. That'll happen. Listen, you idiot. They're never going to trade that guy. You're talking to the radio, sir. Talking to the radio. I did that tonight on the way home, too. So did I. I can't I did, remember I what did, it was. I did it today with Francesca. I do it every day. For me, it was a the... caller. A caller was saying yeah. something. Oh, it's always the callers. It. It's it's almost always the callers for me. With Francesca, it's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's almost always the callers. Um, the
2: the The... the
1: so we'll see what goes on with the Mets I think they have to do something early because look Cal if they don't do anything you're going to have under a million fans at that field next year you are you're going to have under a million fans there I want to move on and talk about the Yankees and I want to talk about the Jets and the Giants I'm sorry we need to because the the Jets have a huge game this week against Buffalo which they're totally going to lose by the way how many times have we seen this Jet game it's just say, you know, both starting receivers are out for the Bills. They're, you know, the Jets are, there it is. They're expected to win and everything. They're totally going to lose this game. It's a trap. Exactly. Thank you. Is it though? Thank you, Admiral Akbar of the Galama. Is this, is this a trap? I don't know. I don't know if it qualifies as a trap. I was trying to figure that out. But it it happened, was, where does Robinson Cano go, Cal? Oh, we have to talk about him. He's going, he's going back to the Yankees. Because today, all of a sudden now, Hal Steinbrenner is like, well, you know, we have a goal of $189 million, but it's not going to
0: prevent it's, us from – it's <laughs> more of a you – know, it's like a suggestion. Yes. Yeah, He's <laughs> more, more of a hate stylist. You know, obviously it's a goal, but yeah,
1: it's, it's a thought goal. I, all of a, a, sudden, lot of, a lot of that. A lot of that. Right. All of a sudden you start hear about, uh, hearing about them uh, posting for this Japanese picture, which is going right. to cost like $75 million this mm-hmm. year. Yep. And they're gonna. They're talking to uh, Chew and LJ and McCann. Beltran. Hey, look. The last time the Yankees didn't make the playoffs was 2008, and that off season, they spent a quarter of a billion dollars on the offspring. On on, on the offspring. The bad, really bad investment. They spent a quarter of a billion dollars on like five players. Deshara Sabathia. Um, sheriff, Sabathia, Burnett, and Grandson was a trade. Yeah, I think it was just the three guys. Oh, uh, no, Swisher. Swisher? Was he that year? Yeah. I believe he was, yes. He wasn't a trade? No. i pretty sure Swisher was a free agent signing.
0: It nah, he- don't matter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good.
1: Wow. Got bro in here. Um, and so I'm really interested to see what they do this year when they have not made the playoffs again and the Red Sox have again won the World Series. Would you, would you watch a show where Guy Fieri and Nick Swisher went on the road? Would you watch that? Not only would I watch that, but we really need to get to the Food Network immediately doesn't even have to be, a, it's just bros on the road, like a Bravo show. Road bro. Road bro. Road bro. Road bros. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here cooking today with my man, Nick Swisher. What's up, bro? <laughs> all right, all right, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> we're totally, we're that. totally going to chow down. We're totally going to munch it up, bro. Oh, I'm just happy to be here on the show and, uh, You know, you you guys, you have the best show, bro. I mean, we're going to totally bro it down today. We're going to bro it up. We're going to bro it sideways. But, like, you know, he goes in the back and he's talking to the the cooks in the restaurant. And now Swisher joins him. And now Swisher's in. We're going to bro it. Jumping around. We're going to bro it perpendicular. We are so going to bro it. Every which way but loose. Every which way but bro. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to totally do it. I would watch that show. I would want to have hair product placement ads on that show for Swisher and Guy Fieri. I want to I wanna talk moose. Can we just get a little segment of the show where we talk about what product we're wearing? <laughs> Nick, what are you rocking? Bro. That's the name of the show, Every Which Way But Bro. <laughs> <laughs> what are you rocking, bro? Bro, I got depth. I'm I'm rocking Def and Bedhead today. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I think Cano goes back to the... I, uh, no, not at all. I, I, I want that show to happen. I think uh, Cano goes back to the Yankees, too, but they're bidding against themselves, aren't they? Kind of. Nobody else is going to give them that money. Did you see that Cashman uh, expects to negotiate with Jay-Z? Like, directly. Yeah. Right. No, seriously. I know. Like he expects Jay Z to personally be in on the negotiations. Can we like see? He, like he's. I'm only. Ta- I'm only talking to Jay Z. Yeah, speaking of reality shows, how do we? How does this happen? How do we make this happen? Why like Cashman and Jay Z? Yeah, we need like a hard knocks for this negotiation. We need. We need the diner in New Jersey, for this negotiation. The where are Revis and Tannenbaum met. <laughs> oh yeah. The... <laughs> The little roadside place, that roadside diner. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah, I'm 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 going to talk directly with with Jay Z. Yeah, sure you are. Okay, uh, I have I have all his uh, records. <laughs> um, I think this. I think the last thing on this hot stove. I think it's going to be. I think it gets more interesting by the day for the Mets and us, Cal, because. We've said it so many times. Can you remember a time in this franchise's history? And there was no Twitter. There was no Facebook when they were really bad in the early 90s and stuff. People hate fans of this team. Hate this team. Hate. Like there's no – they haven't played a game yet. They haven't – it's not even two weeks into the offseason. season. And it was like a funeral today on WFAN for the Mets 2014 season. Like that. And, and I can't blame them. Well, you know, and, and, and the reason why is because we've been sold and just bringing it full circle to how you started this. We've been sold a bill of goods on 2014. That was the year we could expect coming directly from the brain trust's mouth That was the year we could expect significant steps forward in rebuilding this team. 2014, and here we are. It's it's the off season before 2014. We've we've, we've waited. Yeah, but it's it's three days into it. I know, but three days into it, we're already being told it's no. We don't have as much money as you think. Temper your expectations. That's and, and and that right there. We've waited three years. Be patient. We've got a plan. It's coming. Okay, great. Well, I'm, I'm on board. I'm, I believe in the plan. I'm, I'm with you. I did my part. I waited. I was patient. Here I am. What do you got? Well, we got a stack of fives. And don't expect too much. That, that's tough to take. Couldn't that largely be because he was sold a bill of goods? Yes, I I I believe that very much. Very much because you know my other theory on Sandy Alderson is that I think he's done. Yeah. I think he's I think he's just about checking out of this of this thing. He's almost 70 years old. He's had to deal with these morons for 3 years that he's had to report to. He's reporting to a guy who's 20 like could be his son and he's an absolute idiot. You know? This man is a Harvard educated former marine and he's reporting to Richie Rich. <laughs> the cartoon, actually. Right. Not, not the person. Not Macaulay Culkin. The cartoon version. Richie I mean, how mu- Rich. Think about it. How much more could this guy... I, like, I get on Alderson a lot, but I, I don't know how much more I could take if I was him. It would be. It's going to be great when he leaves the job next year. And like goes to be commissioner or something like that, and tells everybody, "Hey, look, I was sold a bill of goods just like you were. I was told that by two thousand fourteen, I was going to have a payroll of one hundred to one hundred twenty-five million, and then in the monthly up to it, they told me seventy. Eh,
2: Not so fast. Not so fast.
1: Okay, football, really quick. Yeah, big week for both teams. It's a huge week, right? We, you were talking today about how." You're upset with sports in general. Like, sports are not fun right now. And I countered and said, look, the Jets are giving you a fun season. And you were right. An unexpected fun season. And they've cut out a lot of the malarkey. Yes, what? I said I said malarkey. <laughs> the uh, shenanigans. The shenanolarchy. Can we just – why can't we just put those together? Shenanolarkey. Shenanolarchy. Mulligans. No, that doesn't work. That's a very Irish. <laughs> that's a, that's a, and that's a word already. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a former tight end. Shanarchy. Shinarlarky, Shanalarchy. Shanalarchy. Shananalarchy. 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 But, yeah, the circus uh, has left town. It's, it's everywhere else. Yeah, literally everywhere. I mean, yeah. you look around the league, the, the Jets are, are – it's very quiet. Did you watch any football on Sunday, jet bye week? Yes. I red, watched. Red zone some, or straight up? I watched some red zone. I watched. I, didn't, I did not sit down. I was in and out all day. I did not sit down and watch football on Sunday. I was in and out. I watched a little red zone. I watched a little bit of the Giant game. I watched a little bit of the uh, 49ers and Panthers. And a little bit of the, the Broncos and Patriots. And just a, uh, just a taste of the Sunday night game. And that's all I needed. Right. To, to, to see the Cowboys just get destroyed. Yeah. That was all I... But yeah, I mean, did you watch anything? I did. I did. What well, was supposed to be an off day. I got a lot done. Uh, otherwise, I had my bi-week list of like things to do. Do you, get, do you make that list? Before the season starts, when you see when uh, the uh, just... no no that list is made for me. Did she look at the schedule? That's correct, and she That's circles that <laughs> that November list is, 10th on the... <laughs> That list is provided. Preseason. Here's here's what we're doing this weekend. Uh, yeah. No, but I did I did get to watch. I love Red Zone Cal. Wow, it is it. There's nothing better. I I thought I thought the iPod. Was the greatest invention ever? Right. And then came, well, this this is how it went. It was always my wife was the best. And then slow down. (laughs) And then the iPod came along. Somebody tackle him. Right. was like oh, (laughs) this thing is great. And then it was like the iPod is the greatest thing since my wife. Right. Right. And then was of course the greatest thing since sliced bread. Right then the DVR came along, right, oh. and that revolutionized everything. And now the game started changer, little <laughs> your wife, your wife is moving way down, A little deeper. And yeah. then came Red Zone. Where does the iPad fit in there? Well, yeah, the iPad came in. But the iPad <laughs> would have come in right after the DVR, and then Red Zone. <laughs> so, so we reorganized. Yeah. <laughs> Every year we re-rank <laughs> greatest things. Amazingly though your wife is staying somewhere around sliced bread. It was always the best thing the best thing to ever happen to me was my wife. <laughs> yes. And then it was the best thing to ever happen to me since my, <laughs> my wife, wife. <laughs> was the iPod. <laughs> now it's you know she's in there. That's like the, that's that, that's that um, SNL skit with, with Steve Martin. Right. Okay, so reorganize. First, the stuff about the kids. For all the children of all the world to come but, together and sing right. in harmony. Which oh, I forgot revenge on my enemies. They should die and rot in what, one of One of my favorite things of the Christmas season, by the way, is when that rolls out again. When that one rolls out. It's very, very good. I love it. I love like yes. you have like a – I think there's like a Bluetooth headset on there now. There's, my wife is like way, way down. She's on there. I mean, don't get me wrong. She, everything is since her. Right. Right. There's a, there was a Madden update that may, may factor in there somewhere. <laughs> um, the Giants – we joked about it, you know, the Giants getting back into this race and being the first 0-6 team to come back and win the division and make the playoffs and stuff and they're going to do it. Here we are. But could they, I mean, could it just be setting up any better for them? It, yeah, all the luck that's been involved. The quarterback. Well, it's, I mean, you've got to play who's on your schedule. They're just getting teams at good times. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, they're fortunate. Because they haven't, I mean, they've won three in a row, but have you really
2: been in the with them?
1: <laughs> they've all been awful. awful. And if these three games... Like, if Nick Foles plays in that Eagles game, they don't win. If... If uh, if they start Christian Ponder in that Vikings game, they probably don't win. They start Josh Freeman when he's been on the team for eight minutes, and that was the one that allowed them to get off the mat too. Right, and then Terrell Pryor last week is hurt, and playing with like probably a torn, ripped up meniscus, and then this week they get some guy I've never heard of, Scott Scott, Scott Tolzien. Right. Wow. I was a watching... Hobbit, right? He went. He the author of, of the Hobbit trilogy? Right. He, he went to Shire U. He was just... got Tolzien. He went to the University of Mordor. Isn't that what you take when you can't sleep? <laughs> that is, you take a Tolzien. Right. I had, uh, what, like 500 milligrams of Tolzien? And a a glass of wine. And and I was good to go. I woke up and I was in Puerto Rico. I could be a quarterback. (laughs) I don't know what happened. I took two Tolzines, had a glass of Chardonnay. I was the quarterback of the Packers.
0: I mean, that's... You think that's how he got there? That that stuff is good.
1: You think he was just some guy raking his leaves one week?
0: I to take two of these.
1: (laughs) Hey, Tolzine. What, What could possibly happen? Man. Uh, they they could very much and and of course Dallas stinks. Do, do the Eagles go and win that division? Yeah, they might. They look they they look like the best of the three teams right now. You think so? I think they do. I think Fo, I think Foles has got something going on right now.
2: Yeah, he's got it
1: going on. He's got it all. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Didn't know. Um got it going on. Here's can you can you say that if it's not the nineties? Absolutely. He's got it going on. You're gonna date yourself, but sure. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um the, he sure he sure likes that Riley Cooper, huh? Do you hate he does? No problem with Riley Cooper now. <laughs> um Do you think the Jets win this weekend? I hate this game. Gosh, Cal, I hate this game. Oh. I just hate it. Refresh my memory. They're, they're typically not that great coming out of the bye anyway, aren't they? They're 1-3. Yeah, they, they struggle. After I know that. Years. Their um, one win was against Buffalo, I believe. I think, I think, I think we're overthinking it a little bit. I think so. Because Buffalo is not a good team. The Jets are a better team than Buffalo. Yeah, but we've seen them be a better team so many times and lose this game. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I just I – just, people were saying to me it was funny on the bye week because all the people that know I'm a Jets fan or whatever, you, you talk sports with your coworkers and stuff like that. And everybody talking to me and saying, looking great, man. What's your schedule? We have one winning team left on the schedule with the Panthers and, of course, I don't play. So I immediately say, look, I don't play for the team. The Jets only have one. And then, uh, and then we move on with the conversation um, because, because I'm just like a jerk. Um, no, but they, they, they have a strength of schedule that looks easier. And, and I've said this to everybody, and I really believe it. It's not like a reverse jinx or anything. I mean, it sounds like one, but it's not a reverse jinx. In that they can win or lose to any team any given week. They're extraordinarily young. They, they, have a, they have a rookie quarterback. They have an extremely talented defensive line that can dominate a game and win you a game. But also not necessarily going to win you every game, and they have a rookie quarterback. They're just remarkably inconsistent. Like for you to say, "Oh, look at their schedule." Well, they could lose to every one of those teams easily, or they could beat every one of them. And they could beat that They could run the table, or they could go zero and seven. And what most likely is, they're going to win one, lose one, win one, lose one. And they're going to they're going to finish this season eight and eight or nine and seven. Right. Nine, or, which, which is what we said. This is what you have when you have a young team. Look, before the season started, though, did you expect nine and seven? I said that their ceiling was nine wins. Yeah, I, w- I would have been happy with eight. I said their, their ceiling was nine wins, but they're likely a six or seven win team. Right. And, and it was all, to me, it was all based on the defensive line. The fact that that defensive front, not even knowing how good Sheldon Richardson or, or Snacks Harrison was going to be. That defensive line had the potential to dominate games. And if that defense can keep you in games, you have enough guys to make plays. Right. But, I, but this, this weekend scares the crap out of me. Scares the bejesus out of me. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Um, I am, I am de-bejesus. Do you think they are going to sign Ed Reed? Yes. And I'm all yeah, all in favor of it. I am too. I, you're pretty confident then. I feel like they will. I feel like the, the Ravens don't want him. Nobody wanted him. He well, passed I mean, he passed through, but, he, but he passed through waivers because of his contract, I think, Cal. Right. Because now you can sign him for a seven-game veteran minimum. Right. As opposed to like $1.4 or something like that because he had a roster bonus and he had a weekly roster bonus. I think he wants to play with Rex. And I don't think there's anything – there's no downside here to me. What do you think would be more important to him, playing with Rex or playing for a team with a Super Bowl shot? I think he would go for the Super Bowl shot. I don't think those teams are interested. The Seattle's, the Denver's, the Patriots, the the Patriots. I feel like the Patriots. I I think the Patriots would be their biggest competition. Right. And I think if it comes down to it, it's just a matter of where does he want to play. Does he want to play for Rex in a defense he knows, or does he want to play for Belichick? Now. This this could be conspiracy thinking here, or maybe I'm thinking too much. Do you think? Put your tinfoil hat on first, please. Do you think? Secure it to your head. Oh well, thank you. No, (laughs) you had your daughter waiting the entire show, holding your tinfoil hat. Thank you, Julia. You can go to bed now. Do you think that? (laughs) She's literally still up. Do you think that he um, he sees the opportunity to play Baltimore in a couple of weeks? As like, Yeah, like maybe I go sign with the Jets and I go stick it to Baltimore.
2: Yep. Do
1: you think that factors in at all? Could. Absolutely. I don't know. Especially with Baltimore saying they don't want him back. Well, that, well I, I, he obviously has a little bit of a grudge against Baltimore. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think he's Do a... Do you think he goes and plays for every team that plays Baltimore the rest that's of his right. season? <laughs> <laughs> it's just on a week-to-week basis. <laughs> he's got one of those suitcases with all of the different stickers Crazy on all- it. <laughs> Every team sticker on it. He keeps walking in. Right. Hey Ed's here. It's your week. Guy Fieri and Nick Swisher drive him around. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting in the back seat.
2: Ha <laughs> ha. Where to Ed? <laughs> Where are you week? We're
1: going to New England. We're broing it up in New England this week with Ed Reed. Ha <laughs> ha. Every which um, way but bro. Every which way but bro with Nick Swisher. Guy Fieri, and Ed Reed. (laughs) Best show ever. We say goodbye to the live people. Yeah, we got about 30 seconds left in the live stream, so we're going to lose those folks, but we're going to stick around and do a fun load. That will be on the podcast version of this, so um, please download the podcast. You can get it on iTunes. Uh, Search Ready to Unload. You can get it on Stitcher now. Also, search Ready to Unload. Our Stitcher page is doing really well doing really well and um you know thank you again so much for listening live and stuff we've had a great time tonight i'm sure you're all met it out but uh as football season goes on we'll we'll get more into the football uh hopefully next week we're gonna have a jet and a giant guest especially because they hopefully will both be off wins, and it'll be getting serious so i'm I'm hoping to get uh and i'm hoping to get uh uh, somebody from turn on the jets maybe not joe cap but maybe one of the other guys so, uh, thank you for listening. Go to Blue Haven to watch sport. It's magnificent. We weren't warned that we're going off the air. Yeah, we, we weren't warned. We're usually warned. Nice. We now have uh, outro music for the live portion of the show. Good job, Peach. The best part of that is it features the obligatory, uh, like, 30-second rollout that every <laughs> rock band used to I remember when I first started playing drums in a band, and we, would, we were like, when we first started writing our own stuff in college or whatever, like every song, they would just be like, like live, like every song, Steve, just stop, just stop. How many, <laughs> how many times are you going to keep hitting the cymbals? Let's just wrap it up. I'd be like, well, I gotta wait for the lead singer to jump, don't I? I mean, it's not. I can't. Can't very well. Oh, Cal, I may have. I may have moved this show to two hours. What? That's right. We may still be live.
0: We we are. Yep. I can see it. We are. I
1: forgot. I moved this show out to two hours.
0: Oh, so if you're still with us,
1: so thank you. We need rejoin
0: music. We need. We need quick. Get him back. why would you do that
1: yeah we don't want them to sh- shut up hit the wrong one that's uh welcome back we're live um the the last thing on the uh, on the jets and the giants so we're, we're still live we have another 27 minutes to play with if we want we're not going to use them all we might um yeah. Yeah, but we used to used to roll out of a song and it would be 38 minutes of me like drum and then the cymbal rolls
2: bam put it down bam 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know we used to call your brother when he was our drummer we used to call him Scotty Two Measures because <laughs> no matter whenever the song ended he'd play for two more measures
2: that's it and well, it, 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 it
1: apparently ran in the family because I was Stevie Two Measures <laughs>
0: like the big finish that's what we learned
1: Ba-da-ba-bang.
2: <laughs> bam bam bam
1: bam. bam. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we playing Blitzkrieg Bop? What happened? Drone, I, yeah.
2: I
0: like drones.
1: Let's uh so do the Jets win this weekend, Cal?
0: Oh, I think oh. they do. Oh,
1: you know what I wanted to tell you too, but I don't feel good about it. So do I. <laughs> I feel exactly the same way. I think they do. I feel awful about it. Um, and I should, I should caution myself to be disappointed, like to prepare for it. Absolutely. But I, I don't know. I think they do. Game... Plan on a ruined Sunday. Yeah, I think so. Watching Red Zone is amazing for another reason. Like watching Red Zone as much as I do now, which I, I got to say – magnificent job by my wife i'm getting to watch it a lot like i that's get the, to watch the jet game uh you know on dvr or whatever but then i can watch red zone before or whatever while i'm doing stuff because we're homebound that's the other reason too like we can't really do much because of the case right so really get a good feel for a lot of the teams in the nfl like you like I, i've watched a lot of i've seen a lot of the bengals and i've seen a lot of the Panthers. I've seen a lot of that. You know, like you really get so much nicer of a feel. Yeah. For what's going on in the NFL. I don't, I don't know why that's never happened until this year, maybe. Have, well, you probably haven't watched as much red zone yeah, as you it's, have this year. it's been for the last three or four years, it's been pretty much the Jet game and that's it. Right. Like that, that's my one football game a week. I'm getting a lot of red zone. And you really get, like, watching, that, watching Red Zone and seeing that Colts game, like seeing plays from that Colts game, and you're like, oh, man. Like, they're, how did they beat San Francisco right. and Seattle? And, like, how is this the same team? They're not that good. That's what I got out of it. And I, I told you guys, on if the, if the Jets can somehow sneak into the playoffs. And have that be their first-round game. The Colts or the Bengals, they're not that impressive. I mean, the Bengals wiped the floor with them a couple weeks the ago. The Bengals but- destroyed the Jets. I think that But would, they're not that good. I, and I think that would be good for the Jets. I think so, too. Like, if they had to play them again, I think that would be good for them. But, hey, we're way ahead of ourselves. Let's, let's see about the playoffs. Let's do a fun load. Want to do a fun load? Let's do a little one. Let's do one. A little fun load? Let's see if <laughs> Bishop Crazy Pants can come and sit back down and do a fun load. Oh, he's dancing. He's dancing. When you dance in those pants, I mean, it's just... It's magnificent. The fun load tonight is brought to you by Pinot Grigio
0: Ooh. and Guy Fieri's sweet brotato fries. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Made with attitude. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing sweet potato fries with attitude.
2: My kids love them.
1: You mean to tell me you don't see the shot of Guy Fieri and Nick Swisher (laughs) back to back with their arms folded somewhere out in a desert, right? (laughs) And they both have the sunglasses on the back of their head. Absolutely. Somebody with Photoshop. You know who's really good at Photoshop? Dan. He's our buddy, boy. our buddy Nello is excellent at Photoshop. Let's put him on this if he could do that. Because that's that's just. I, I need to. We need to make this happen. You could see it. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet potato fries. Fries with attitude. What's our uh, what's our fun load for tonight? Do we have a, uh, a Jay Mafali?
0: Uh no.
2: You oh
0: no! Uh, oh. two, two, uh, two quickies. Two quickies. Uh, what uh, the really quick one is? Uh, what from the uh, from the major food groups is uh, your indispensable food? What's your indispensable dairy? What's your indispensable fruit oh, like and this. veggie you can't live without? And while you're thinking of that, think of this.
1: Ooh. Think Why
0: of this. <laughs> is <it> Robert <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why, with all the he big bands in the week. world, when there's a big band, you you know their biggest song, their most famous song, but your favorite song is never that song.
2: Oh, For instance, I like that.
0: We talk about Radiohead. Their biggest song is "Creep," but talk to anybody who likes Radiohead. What's your favorite Radiohead song? It's not going to be "Creep."
1: That's excellent.
0: So and, for, and how did that while song get to be the, get to and retain the title as favorite song?
1: That's a, that's then, a media like, thing.
0: We blame the I media. I also think
1: it's a, I yeah. I also think it's a casual fan thing.
0: Is that the lamestream media or the drive-by media?
1: And <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it's also a uh, what hits early for a band. For a mm-hmm. lot of people, like "Creep" is their first association with Radiohead, right? So it remains mm-hmm. their favorite song. Forever, it's like Nirvana and Smells Like Teen Spirit. Like, that's right. your first association with Nirvana. But ask anybody who really likes Nirvana. That's not even close to their favorite song.
0: Yeah. What is your favorite Radiohead song?
1: Me? Oh, Marona, I mean, I don't know that one. <laughs> you, both, you both, You both stepped up to the plate there. Good job. <laughs> That was from a 1996 European tour.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> they did an Italian, Italian language That's out. right. <laughs> we, had, we had written a sketch once for a, uh, a sketch comedy group called uh, Radiohead Reinvents. And, and the basic premise of the sketch was because Radiohead had reinvented music so many times, they had Silvio Berlusconi come to them to reinvent Italian parliament. And that was, that was the idea of the sketch. And their Wasn't managers Were like, you in
0: that sketch without being told?
1: Yes, you were. <laughs> I you're, just
0: you're received the a sketch. phone call. BJ, you're playing someone in a sketch. Excuse
1: me? You were, I think you were playing Johnny Greenwood, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> but that was the, the premise of the sketch was because they had been so successful reinventing music. Uh, that so many times that the Italian Prime Minister called on them to reinvent Parliament <laughs> because that was that was, uh, reinventing music wasn't a challenge anymore. Um, before before I give you my favorite Radiohead song, um, and before we we do the food group thing because I want to do that too. Let me just say we haven't talked about this, but the RTU fund load. We set up a website, so if you're or an email address, so if you're listening, what we want is when we do the fund load, the RTU fund load. The idea is. Uh, just something that comes up that you would talk about uh, hanging out with your friends, any sort of topic. It's like a question or maybe a, uh, some sort of um, you know remembrance that you would talk about with your friends, and we want your suggestions for them. So we set up a, a, an email address called RTUFunload, that's one word, at gmail.com, and you can send your suggestions along, and PJ will receive them, and he won't tell us what they are. And he'll pick one, and we'll do it. We'll do it on the podcast. So the scenario, idea, you yeah, scenario you may find yourself in. Yeah, scenario you may find yourself in, or you know, past ones we've done over the 150 episodes we've done. You know, if you could have one band play in your living room and <laughs> reunite and play one song in your living room, who would that band be? Or uh, you know, what are your top five cheeses that you you know that you love? Or uh, best backyard sports? Best sporting event you've ever been to. You know, just uh, if you were going to be on a particular sport, what number would you wear? If you were a quarterback for the Jets or if you were a catcher for the Yankees or whatever.
0: If if there uh, was a room in your house that you wanted to broadcast from, what room would it be? (laughs) Right. Wow. It was kitchen. Which is what we did last week.
1: Okay. So (laughs) so, uh, again, RTU, that's R-T-U, fun load, one word. Uh, at Gmail, send those along if you if you guys think of some, and we'll we'll do them uh, on the show. Okay. Alphabetically. So alphabetically and in order <laughs> of of broitude. Right. Um. For
2: the the, the
1: the out of the food, my favorite Radiohead song, my number one favorite Radiohead song is. <clears throat> I don't know that one either.
0: <laughs> well, I, wow. really, I get a, thing, I, I had like 16 bands lined up we're never going to get past radiohead that's okay i to learn this band
1: the amazing thing is those two things that i've said could be radiohead songs. <laughs> like they could have a they could because their titles are so ridiculous I they mean, have that's a song
0: called the, rtu funload
1: right that's one of the problems with radiohead so often i'm like wait that's the name of that song they could. It's entirely possible they have a song called "Duna Fatchi Do Bafangul,"
2: right?
1: But the but the but the Bafangul is in parentheses, right?
0: Right. or
2: in parentheses.
1: <laughs> Actually, in parentheses, it's exit music to a film. <laughs> um, it's probably Paranoid Android, because Paranoid Android is pretty much a perfect song. For. Right. I can listen to every day. How about you, Cal? Favorite Radiohead song? Yeah, it's two. I, well, it's one. I think it's Fake Plastic Trees. That's a, it's a, a dirge. I mean, it's just a wonderful song. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like Creep. If you're going to pick a Radiohead song, it's either that or, so. or Karma Police. It's one of those three. Nothing wrong with that. But I like Fake Plastic Trees. PJ, this intrigues yeah. me greatly.
0: It's going to lead me to a, a, a third subtopic.
1: Oh, Mato. And we only got about like eight minutes left. Go on. That's all
0: right. You don't. Go ahead. You're You're okay. It's a quick one, too. The third subtopic is, you remember on classic rock radio, they play perfect album sides. Are there any more perfect album sides?
1: That's a whole other fun load. In fact, yeah. Dr. E. Ray, Dr. E. Ray Statt, our old friend, has said he wants to get back in on a fun load where we discuss album orders and like the import of the yeah. song order on an album. We touched yeah, on track it a couple orders. weeks ago.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. Huge.
1: But he, he's, he's basically demanding <laughs> uh, uh, that if we talk about it, he needs to be involved. He needs to be in mm-hmm. on that fun. Thing. Because, it, and it's a great one. Just talk about the best track orders, albums that have the best track orders, perfect album side. I used to love that show. I used to love that show. Um, can we do the food group one really quick?
0: Yeah. My, yeah. Uh, my favorite Radiohead song is probably Sh- oh, yeah. Street Spirit. Oh, yeah.
1: Really? Fade out. I like Street <laughs> Parentheses. Spirit.
0: <Yeah. laughs> <It's> Parentheses. There's
1: got to be a parenthetical. I had this theory, or not this theory, sort of this vision that anytime Tom York was in an interview, that like, certain things he would say would just be quiet. It's like he'd be talking and then all of a sudden, like, his, just the voice would stop.
2: His parentheses
1: you see, would come out. <laughs> right, he could still see his lips moving. I'm like, does he talk in parentheses? <laughs> How did he do that? Um, I love that song. I love that song.
2: Oh, man. It's
1: a great song.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, food groups. There's
2: four. Okay.
0: What's your Yeah, what's your indispensable fruit? Don't say me.
2: <laughs> That's
1: <my> <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Belanche. <laughs>
0: Paul Land. Uh, Paul Land. Paul,
1: Paul Lend. <laughs> Nathan Lane. Um, uh, Indispensable fruit. Great, isn't that a Lou Reed album?
0: Indispensable fruit.
1: Indispensable Fruit.
0: That's a King Crimson title. That is that is a King Crimson title.
1: I think that's a uh, like a Frank Zappa, like like Frank Zappa and the Indispensable
2: Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: playing tonight. And they're all in fruit costumes. Right, they're all, they're all, they're all, they're all confrontating in like... Be your Indispensable Fruit. Um, that's how Zappa
1: uh, will I'm I'm going with the apple. I I love an apple. I like a cold apple, but I like a hot apple pie. (laughs) Uh, No,
0: There's only room in the car for one fruit. What's it going to (laughs) be?
1: I take the red grape.
2: Nice.
0: Did
1: not see that coming. Again, it's got to be cold. Yes. But I'll take the red grape. Not the green grape. Not the green grape. I kicked that out of the car. He kicked that right to the curb. Yeah, got to be the red grape. PJ, PJ give us an uh, give us your indispensable fruit.
0: The fruit? If this fruit disappeared from the planet, I'd go with it. The nectarine. Very specific. I love the nectarine.
1: I think you just like saying it.
0: A nectarine.
1: How many nectarine pies have you had?
0: I've never tried.
1: It's a, that's a great idea, but look, pie has to factor into this somehow. Yes, I mean, cows cows has a lot of uses. The well, grape can, can go in a salad, grape juice. You drinking nectarine juice? I guess. I, I just, I just
0: want to I know what's most, the the fruit that's the, that is the most important to you. We could have a dessert category as well.
1: <laughs> what's most important to me? Why did you put it? To- <laughs> Mike, it's
0: a third grade essay. Right. <laughs> it's your big, it's the, it's the star of the food group. That's what I'm getting at.
1: Yeah, no, I like it. I'm going apple, you're going nectarine. Cow's going red grape, not green grape. Green grape, get that crap out of here. Get it out. That's
0: right. I got no time for that.
1: All right, bro. Bring um, those to the zoo. What's dairy? It's cheese. I don't think, I mean, let's just move on in any form.
0: Oh, some people like a big glass of milk. What are you talking about? I,
1: I love milk. I'm not living without cheese.
0: Ice cream? Ice cream. I'm
1: not living without cheese. I can't live without ice cream. Oh, cheese way before ice cream. No. That's crazy talk. You're a crazy person. You'd be surprised.
0: <laughs> Why? I don't know. I think I, 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 you cool. know, coming into this, Jesus. I was going to say cheese, but the more I think about it, I, I, think I, need, I think I need ice cream more than I need
1: cheese. I need cheese. I can't. I can't. I can't tell you guys how big a part of my life, my daily life cheese is. Can't tell you. (laughs) I can't even put it into words. I would need a third grade essay to be able to put it into words. Although I have to say if we're talking like today, I would say yogurt. I've been eating a ridiculous amount of yogurt. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, my fridge is Chobani.
1: Chobani, yes. The Greek yogurt. Yeah. Only Chebani. Not the phage.
0: Not the phage.
1: <laughs> the phage. The bro- phage. Uh
0: Brobonny. <laughs> Yo, pass the Broboni. What's your indispensable meat? Watch it. He's doing Greek yogurt. Old school style. On fire. <laughs> Greek style. Wait a minute.
1: (laughs) Bro, Bonnie. (laughs) My indisposable meat is uh, that flank steak. Oh, we're going to be specific? That's where I'm going. Flank steak. Uh, Because I was going to say beef. I don't love all steaks. Flank steak. I could have said hamburger there, but there's a lot you could do with a flank steak. I can make a sandwich out of it.
0: I prefer I, chicken. That's
1: poultry. Isn't that You want group? another
0: subcategory? <laughs> <It's> another <laughs> We're going to do birds versus... That's not another food group? <laughs> Clover-moved animal?
1: I failed uh,
0: school. Yeah. How many food groups? How many food groups are there? Coffee. Where does coffee fit in? Oh. There are now 27.
1: There's four. The, the last one is grains. Is coffee a grain? No. Can we make <laughs> coffee a grain? <laughs> it's its own group.
0: Coffee <laughs> is just plain indispensable. We're not going to argue that.
1: Right. Yeah. That's, no, no one would ever argue that. That gets grandfathered into any conversation. The last one is
0: grains. The Beatles' Bread. biggest song is Yesterday. Does that make any sense? Is yesterday Beatles anyone's favorite song Beatles song? We're jumping back. My mother. Really?
1: She loves that song.
0: Wait, thats really? is that
2: true
1: that that's the Beatles' biggest song? The most popular song, yes. Yeah. Wow. No, I, I don't believe that.
0: Yeah, it's played the most, it's covered the oh, most, and it's sold the most singles. and
1: Wow. That's not even remotely close. But you can't do what's your favorite Beatles song. What? Why not? Because I can't decide on one and it's unfair. What? Who do you sure like you better? better? Which son? Which, which of your children do you like more? I can't do it. It's not fair the I'm throwing the out other your CDs. Songs.
0: I got Sgt. Pepper in one hand and Abbey Road in the other. Which one do you let me throw out?
1: That's different. That's a CD. It's a whole album.
0: Well, I was going to whittle it down from there.
1: I would throw you out. <laughs> I would
0: keep the CDs and ask you to leave. <laughs> Very politely. You, don't, you, how about you it? can't pick a favorite? Neither of you can pick a favorite Beatles song?
1: Of those two? No. Not one song. No. No chance. No. No chance. I, I just Crazy. can't. There's just too many. There's too many. All right. How about uh, Nirvana? Let's go back to Nirvana. Smells Like Teen Spirit, the most popular known song. What's your favorite Nirvana song? I've been listening to a lot of Nirvana lately. That's why I went back.
0: That is actually my favorite Nirvana song. Oh, come on. Now you're just being difficult. No, I like that song.
1: Can I use a song that's not their song, but they they covered? Of course. course. The Man Who Sold the World. All right, sir. You double up there. You get a little Bowie action, too. Yeah, that's my favorite Nirvana recording, I guess, is how you'd have to say it. Yeah, you could do it that way. Mine is, mine is probably Penny Royalty. Okay. The hard version, not the acoustic version, right? Yes, probably Penny Royalty. How about Pearl Jam? Alive? Obviously, it's tough to pick one. Their most popular song. Yeah, it's that's it's damn near impossible. It's like the Beatles. Well, let's not. Let's just pump the brakes. No, it's it's in the same it's in the same vein. <laughs> PJ's about to fight you. No, it's
0: not. <laughs> How about something
1: uh, like the
0: Beatles?
1: How about, about Pink Netflix? Floyd? How
0: about Pink Floyd, uh, Peach? Right, Pink Floyd. Their biggest song is "Money."
1: No, it's not. Money. Sure, it is. How could it be possibly be "Money" and not "The Wall"?
0: What uh, "Brick in the or, Wall" part two? "Brick in the Wall," yeah.
1: not "Money."
0: What is this? What is this? I think yeah. I think "Money" is FM from, radio. I think yeah. I think "Money" is more universally their their bigger. Uh, no chance. they their bigger track. And I wish you were here.
1: I was going to say, I would put wish you were here in front of that, but I, it's got to be another brick in the wall part two. It's got to be. When you, I, think, when you think of Pink Floyd, that's the song you think of. And the average person thinks of Pink Floyd, I think they think of another brick in the wall. The average bro.
0: None <laughs> of those three songs are favorite songs of Pink Floyd fans.
1: No, of course Why not. Why
0: does this keep happening? I don't understand it.
1: I think, it's a, I think it's an interesting... Uh, that's a good challenge to try to find the one that does connect. Well, for PJ, it's Nirvana. I mean, we found it for PJ. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. Well, I guess that's done. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> I, I don't... It's not I that don't, interesting.
2: I, I,
1: there are... Uh, you know, here's... How about uh, like a band like... I mean, is Jeff Tall big enough?
0: You know, it's got to be some deep catalog bands.
1: How about Toto?
0: <laughs> Everyone will say is, Africa. Is
1: Africa your favorite song?
0: How about Journey? Journey's a good example.
1: Is Don't Big. Stop Believing your favorite song?
0: No, um, I, love, I, I love the over-the-top Separate Ways song.
1: Yeah, I love oh, Separate Ways.
0: That song is just great.
1: I used to like Faithfully, too. I'll admit. You did have a girlfriend. I
0: did. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, somebody had Aww. a girlfriend in, in ninth grade.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a cassette you could play in the car.
1: Oh, Oh, big time. All right, we got to wrap this show up, boys.
0: How we about have... Eddie Money? <laughs> How about him? Two tickets to paradise. Stop. Is, is Stop. that your
1: favorite song, though? Of his. No,
0: I don't like that dude no, at all. I don't have
1: I don't have a favorite song of his.
0: There's Zeppelin. none. Heaven is recognizes their hugest song, right?
1: Yes, not even close to my favorite Zeppelin song.
0: Yeah, I don't think it is.
1: If I had to pick one off the top of my head, it would be either it would be In My Time of Dying. Yes, it got it got a little dark in here. That's right. You go, you yeah. Just, you go
0: to a deep cut. That's
2: nice.
1: You just saw the lights come down in the place.
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. I love that song. Cause uh, you know I'm deep like that.
0: I I'd, I'd pick, pick. I'd pick either "Since I've Been Loving You" or "The Image." Oh,
1: oh, fantastic! "Since I've Been Loving You" is probably my second favorite.
0: Yeah.
1: I listened to that song <laughs> my freshman year of college while pining for a girl every night for <laughs> six months <laughs> drunk sober did not matter i would play the every journey night, i would and i had the zeppelin box set with the you know with the uh the crop circle yeah and i would play since i've been loving you every night there... every night followed usually by black for pearl jam and that was my good night music <laughs> <laughs> sweet dreams <laughs> Happy time.
0: <laughs> you must have been a nice guy to be around.
1: Yeah, I was. I was. I was a ton of fun freshman. PJ, final
0: unload. Oh, it might be happening tomorrow. Going to see the uh, my optometrist, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to bifocal land.
2: That's, that's a terrifying
0: milestone. <laughs> Is that a theme park?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Progressive Park, man.
1: Worst theme park ever.
0: It's about two levels.
2: Right.
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we're in bifocal land today.
2: Cal, <laughs> yeah, final unload.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Um, lens, lens Crafters, bifocal land.
0: Or give us your indispensable bread, one or the other.
1: Oh, indispensable bread? We've done that before. Italian yeah, bread. Yeah, we
2: have.
1: Loaf of, loaf of Italian bread. But that's my final unload, a loaf of Italian bread.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and my final unload is uh, congratulations to my brother-in-law and sister-in-law uh, for having a little guy, Jonathan Christopher. Welcome up to the <laughs> night, everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.